0: Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, flyin' solo. So this episode is about James Wiseman. My buddy Aram in Toronto on this Saturday afternoon texted me Anthony Slater's tweet about Wiseman having some complications, having another setback with his injured knee, and he won't be playing in his fourth G League game on Sunday for the Santa Cruz Warriors. And that sucks. (laughs) Wiseman apparently has some swelling in that surgically repaired right knee. And honestly, like this is such a bummer. I've been a big James Wiseman fan since the summer of 2020. And I was all on board for the Warriors drafting him. But it just sucks because, you know, first of all, I really like James Wiseman as a person from what I could tell. He just seems like a a good dude, a good young kid, smart, thoughtful kid, and really, really wants to do well. He just has had some really, really terrible, terrible luck. And, you know, in the three games he played, the most important thing I kept saying was, hey, at least he looks healthy. All the other parts of his game We knew that they were going to be rough. We knew that he was not going to be polished, but he could do some things that could help this team. Obviously I'm not a doctor, but for how it seems the Warriors organization goes about these kinds of injuries, they always err on the side of caution, which they should, you know, Wiseman had his initial surgery. The surgery was in April of 2021 and the idea was that he'd be back for training camp or the start of the 21-22 season, but that obviously didn't happen. He had in December another procedure to remove some loose bodies in that right knee, and only now has he gotten back onto the court. So if he's had some swelling, again, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and I'm happy if he comes back sooner, but You just don't see him coming back anytime in the near future, especially for the last 12 regular season games for the Warriors. I just don't see it. If he couldn't handle a few games in the G League without swelling, you're not just going to wait until he feels better. You're going to wait and maybe see if there's anything wrong in that knee. And this season is pretty much coming to a close soon. So, Even if he were to get cleared in two weeks or three weeks, what kind of realistic runway is that for James Wiseman, a guy who's played 39 NBA games, to get ready? So at this point, again, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And I'm more than happy to be wrong because I'd love to see that kid play. I really enjoy seeing what he can do, even though his game is not perfect by any stretch of the imagination yet. Like, I just enjoy seeing the potential for how he could help this current squad and the Warriors teams in the future. I'm wondering, like, hopefully they don't have to go back in and take another look (laughs) or do anything else in terms of, like, cutting his knee open or even, like, sticking some kind of, you know, probe in there or whatever. But you sure as hell hope that he can at least... Play and train over the summer, that he can play Summer League because he desperately needs the reps. Yes, he's still young, but he's missing a few years almost at this point of really, really critical development basketball. You know, these are the years where he learns how to play. And if he doesn't get that, it's like at 21, 22, is he going to be able to learn as quickly? Again, that's still young, right? 20 years ago, like some dudes in college. And he's still learning, and that's okay. But it's getting pretty old in terms of just knowing how to play, you know, knowing how to really, really play basketball in the NBA for this Warriors team. So it's a concern. If he comes back, if he's healthy for the summer and he looks good, then great. It's all about next season. You know, I I hate to say that already, but that's the hope, I guess. That's where we have to focus on how James Wiseman can help the Golden State Warriors franchise continue winning. If he can't play in the summer, that's going to be rough, man. That's going to be really, really rough. We always heard with meniscus tears that people can come back quick. They can take forever. They can be pretty smooth transitions from before the injury to after the injury, or there can be complications. It's not as straightforward, at least to me, as, say, an ACL tear right? Those seem to be pretty straightforward. Like you tear it, you're out for a year, maybe a little bit longer to be safe. And then you come back strengthened, et cetera. But for a meniscus, for a guy who's seven feet tall, that's worrisome, you know, that's worrisome. And the other thing too, is that he looks bigger and he's said, in interviews that he's put on 10 to 15 pounds of muscle. And in previous episodes recently, where I talked about Wiseman and watching him in the G League, a question I always had was like, oh, I hope he doesn't put on bunch of muscle and then his body can't handle it because he hasn't played that much and he's still he's been growing over the last three, four years, I'm sure, not only in terms of height, but like just weight, muscle. You know, I tossed out there. Hopefully he can get used to his body and how to move with his body and that his joints, his muscles, his ligaments, all those things can bear the weight that he's adding on, especially weight that he didn't play with before he got hurt, right? It's like, say you weigh a certain amount and you have a leg injury, and then you rehab and you come back, you put on more weight, good weight, muscle weight, but still more weight nonetheless. And then you come back from that injury and your joints and everything in those joints, they have to support the new weight as well. Speculation, just something I wanted to bring back and throw out there, but who knows Who knows? Hopefully the diagnosis in coming days, coming weeks is more positive than negative, but we'll see. College basketball fans, join the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook. Turn your team's victory into your own big win. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still join the College Hoops action with DraftKings Pools. Everyone can play free pools all March long for a shot at a share of over $250,000 in prizes. Simply join a pool and answer questions like who will make it to the next round and who will hit the most three-pointers then track your results. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 and over, restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And another thing Aram in Toronto mentioned to me was, you know, there's all the chatter about, oh, the Warriors should have drafted LaMelo. I mean, it's been chatter like that forever, you know, since before Wiseman got injured, but even more so now and probably today. But Aram also mentioned, like, hell, just having any of those other guys drafted after Wiseman would be helpful now, whether it would have been Halliburton or Sadiq Bey, Or Isaiah Stewart, or even Anyeka Okongwu, who had his own injuries to start his rookie campaign and is just starting to come on as a consistent contributor for the Atlanta Hawks. (sighs) Just a bummer. You know, I feel bad for the kid. I feel bad for the kid. I feel bad for the Warriors fan base and all the people that are still believing in James Wiseman. You know, I still believe in him, but as I've said over and over again, As long as he's healthy, as long as he's healthy, I believe that he can reach his potential. So right now he's not healthy, so that hurts. And in the medium term, the Warriors will not have anyone over 6'9", as of now, on their roster moving forward into the final stretch of the regular season and into the playoffs. And, you know, it was pretty clear that even if Wiseman were healthy, he probably wouldn't have gotten a ton of minutes. And I've said anywhere from 5 to 10 to 12, depending on circumstances in a game or matchups or whatever. But it's going to suck, right? Because now they don't even have the potential of putting in some guy who can just be in the dunker spot, be a big body in the paint, have six fouls, try to block people's shots, rebound a little better, et cetera. That's not even going to be an option. And for those people who were saying that he wasn't going to play at all, it's like, think about a game where Draymond and or Looney get in foul trouble early on. And you're playing a team with some athleticism and beef up front. Are you going to rely on Bielitsa, <laughs> Otto Porter Jr., Jonathan Kaminga? Yes, maybe. Certain circumstances, yeah. But that's a situation where James Wiseman could have come in and helped those dudes out. I mean, even towards the end of this season, right, say in two weeks, it's pretty clear the Warriors going to be locked in third or fourth place, right, in the West, then you could have rested Draymond, Looney, and gotten someone like Wiseman more reps in the NBA. So these are things that might come back to bite them on the butt, but we don't know yet, right? Obviously, the Steph Curry injury is a bigger deal, so right now when it rains it pours but every team goes through this you know at, at different rates and right now it's the warriors and in the short term again it's mostly about staff but in the longer term Wiseman is a bit of a concern you know it sucks to have held him out extra long 11 months for something that seems to usually take about 6 to 9 months to come back from and to have a setback like this again if it's a small thing where it's swelling, it goes away, comes back, and it's all good, like in in like a couple weeks. Great, but I just don't think that they would be that cavalier with him and his health and his future. It was fun to see him playing a couple games, I suppose, and my dream of seeing James Wiseman and Jonathan Kaminga play together and figure out how to play together will have to be put on hold even longer. Anyway, I'll leave it at that. This has been another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick Ippino, E-P-I-N-O, or at Oakland Warriors. Please do check out and subscribe to our new YouTube channel. The URL is in the show notes below. And be sure to tell your fellow Warrior fan friends to tune in and listen. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Film Society and is a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. And if you're so inclined, please do leave us a five-star rating on Spotify and or Apple Podcast and on Apple Podcasts leave us a nice review and say nice stuff about the show. Thanks for listening. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time.